Hey guys, thanks for tuning in today. I have two very special guests. Um, and today I brought in a manager and her um, associate, uh, Jackson Entertainment. Let's welcome Cheryl Jackson and associate John Davis. Thank you guys so much for coming in. You know I do this as a give back. And today I just really wanted to talk about, you know, about being a manager versus being an agent and, and things that... You know, you can give information out to people that will help them to further their career and the do's and the don'ts of, of, of it all, basically. So, Cheryl. Thank you. Thank you. We're happy to be here. Hi, John. Absolutely. Very uh, excited to be here. Yeah. I'm so glad you guys are here. This is just a give back. So let's riff. Let's talk because people that are listening right now are like, yes, I want to hear from managers. I want to hear how I can further my career. I want to hear what I, you know, how to go about it all. So first of all, Cheryl, just like, tell me about how you started. Were you an agent first? Were you an actor first? Were you an artist first? I was actually a social worker. I have a master's in social work from the University of Georgia. Okay. I worked with families and children and had uh, worked in different capacities and, you know, upper management, directing multiple programs and things like that. Well, it seems like that could be a segue because you're Taking care of people, yeah. I mean, and looking out for people. It's definitely what I think I was called to do. Mm. It's it's definitely something I enjoy doing, and I just kind of do it naturally. Yeah. Then what happened was uh, we moved to Los Angeles around 15 years ago because of my husband's job. He was transferred with Korean Air, so nothing to do with the industry at all. Oh, Our wait, kids... that's why I saw you fly to Korea. <laughs> yes, I was like, what? She's going for the weekend? What? That was crazy. That go was ahead, crazy. yes, long go story, ahead. But, yes, long story, sidetracking, but you know. So after we moved here, um, our, our kids were still young. They were they were in elementary school, and they took an acting class just for fun because it was what people were doing yeah. around our community. And after that, the, the teacher came up to me and suggested I get them an agent. And I'm like, what are you talking about? I had no idea at the time <laughs> right. about any of this. Right. So um, I followed his advice. Uh, he had given us some like free headshots as part of the acting class. Right. A phot- photographer had come in and just taken like one photo for each kid. And yes. I got them printed out. I mailed them out to some agencies. And they got 15 interviews. <laughs> and so we just started going around and meeting the agents. Um, While you were being a social worker, you had no idea yeah, about this industry. I was, I was working at a nonprofit, but my assistant there was um, the mom of a series regular on Desperate Housewives. And so she said, you know, if you ever get to the point where you need a manager, let me know because I've got a really good friend that would be great for you. Hmm. So the kids, um, they were going out on auditions for about a year or so. And then I went back to Gail and I told her, I had forgotten she said that. Her name is Gail Pyfram. I had forgotten Gail said that. So I went back to her because I was I had heard about this manager who was really good mm-hmm. that a casting associate had told me about. Mm-hmm. And I was trying to find her contact information, and I couldn't find it anywhere. And I'm like, do you think Sean's reps would know how to reach this person? <laughs> and her name is Cinda Snow. And Gail oh. said, oh, my gosh, that I told you a year ago. That's one of my good friends. <laughs> and that's who I was going to recommend for your kids. So... So I met with her at the time. She was working with Lynn Badgley, Penn Badgley's mom, and Cinda is Brittany Snow's mom. Mm-hmm. And um, my kids started working with her. And then after some time, um, I realized. Well, she helped me realize because I was, I was that mom that was always helpful on set to the other moms, mm-hmm. and 
then I would meet people and, and they didn't have a manager. I would tell Cinda about them and they would start doing well. And, and then one day Cinda just kind of planted the seed for me telling me, you know, that you're really good at this. You, maybe you should consider being a manager. And I just kind of laughed it off. But she said it a couple of more times, and she said, I'm serious. Come work with me. Oh. So I worked with Cinda. I did she, not even know that you were with Cinda. She was an amazing mentor. She still is. We still talk you know, usually on a weekly basis Aww. at least. Um, so uh, after working with her um, for several years, a few years, um, I, um, I have my own roster with her roster. But I was um, working closely with a boutique agency where um, I had placed... Um, well, between the two, she gave me clients, I gave her clients. Mm-hmm. We had several mutual clients, and her partner in the business had become a silent partner, so she was looking for someone to come on board and help. Mm. So I went there, and I was there for two years, and I feel like I made a lot of progress in developing their theatrical side. So you learned by working with other people, and but what did you have to do? What does a manager do? Well, Compared to what an agent does. Yeah, yeah. The manager is more of like the overseer. We, um, Our job from a day-to-day can vary so drastically. Mm-hmm. I mean, we do, the majority of us do, you know, have um, access to breakdowns, and we work in conjunction with agencies in submitting our talent, pitching our talent so that they get job opportunities. Right. But for that's not the manager's primary focus. Right. That's just assisting the agent in that because we know that, there are so many people out there that extra push can help. Yes. But as far as, um, you know, the day-to-day, like we're, you know, we're identifying people's goals. We're sitting down talking to them about their progress they're making. We're reviewing their audition tapes. We're connecting them with whatever resources they need depending on where they are in their career. So that could mean, like, someone like you, a class. It could mean mm-hmm. coaching yes. for auditions. Yes. It could mean someone needs a lawyer to help negotiate a big deal, mm-hmm. or it could mean they need a publicist because they have something big coming out, mm-hmm. and, and that would help further their career. So we, we're kind of like the middleman of like, it's similar to social work to me in yeah. that you know, we're helping people navigate the resources and coordinating that for them. It, it, depending, it depends. It's, it's an individual thing depending on what each person individually needs and what this person needs might be way different than what the other person needs. And let me ask you because as a manager and we're going to get to you John momentarily but as a manager people a lot of actors want to have an agent and they want to have a manager not that they necessarily need both but but I think they like the hand holding and they want to have double up on the team so um, do you feel like you are that manager that helps get more auditions for your people. Oh, for sure. Yes. So you don't sit silently by any means. And when actors, you know, I think it's very important that actors don't complain about how their auditions went, but as a manager, I think they feel more comfortable having their hands held. Now, how do you feel about when, when actors call you to tell you how the mishaps went? Does that affect you or do you believe in these people so much that it can roll off your shoulder. Like mishaps meaning... Yeah, like, like when they mess up an audition because it's natural oh, and it happens all yes, the time. that's going to happen. I'd rather than... I always tell my talent, you know, tell me. I'd rather hear it from you first and then we can talk about it and decide if there's anything, you know, that we can do to improve. But I'd rather hear... I'd rather hear it from the talent than a casting director calling me. If so you want the truth. You want people to be able yes. to call you up and that doesn't negate your idea of that person. No. Well, you know... I mean, there are going to be all kinds of talent at all different levels. Mm-hmm. 
what I'm looking for, and I think what John is also looking for, which is why we connected, and I can explain how we met too. But we're going to do that in one second. But um, what we really, the, I think the common theme with our roster, because I don't, we don't have just youth or just adults or just Asian or just you know these different you know categories. Mm-hmm. We. And, and we don't necessarily feel like we have to have someone from every category. Mm-hmm. We're just looking for nice, kind, genuine people that are, yes, they need to be talented. Yes. Um, you know, depending on, you know, where they are, what kind of category they're in, they may, may need to have really solid credits, a really solid reel before we feel like we can really bring them on and help them. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so let's lend itself. Let's introduce John. So, okay. John, so how did you guys start working together? Because you had been working by yourself for a while. So, tell us a story. Hi, John. Hi, Say, how hello. Are you? hello. Say hello to the people. <laughs> well, um, <clears throat> long story short, I I was in music. I was in the music business. Mm. I'm from Texas, oh. and uh, I was in hip, I was hip hop. So I was managing hip hop, which is a totally different <laughs> beast from from Hollywood. Uh, and so. Uh, my time was gone and you would invest this time into this artist and they would have this idea of what's supposed to happen and it's not. Well, in the meantime, my son, he's acting. He uh-huh. and, and I support him. You know, I found him an agent in Texas and, and, and went from there. And so finally, I was home frustrated. My wife said, you know, if you put as much time in your son <laughs> as you put in these in these other people that, that, are, that don't want it or don't understand how it goes... Uh, you'll be successful, mm. both of you. So I did that, put time in him, uh, came to L.A. Funny thing is, got him a manager in mm. L.A. So he has so he has a manager and an agent. And So it seems like both of you came from your children right. that were dabbling in this career or created, have substantial careers in this career, mm-hmm. and then it allowed your mindset to change from what you were doing into being managers. Absolutely. And so cool. I met Cheryl on the set. My son, um, my son, and uh, one of her clients are currently in a Netflix, uh, leads in a Netflix show that's coming out in April. And that's where I met Cheryl. And I just Crazy. asked Cheryl, um, I really enjoyed, I really enjoyed the uh, Hollywood of it. And I said, mm-hmm. you know, can you? I went to her like, hey, can you intern me? I'll, I'll intern for you with great beard and everything to learn. Yeah, and, and he said, what would you charge me? And I was like, wait. I pay you. Like, I don't yeah. have to yeah, you. Know, like, okay. Let's that's hip hop. <laughs> well, yeah. That's, that's a, how hip hop goes. That's another so. industry altogether. Exactly. Yeah. So I asked her, what would you charge me? And and at that point, uh, she said, you know what? Uh, I'll bring you on. And she brought me on, and I've learned from her ever since. And it's, how it's long have you been great, working together? Great ride. July? Yeah, since uh, late summer. Yeah. Late summer, July. Listen, not that long. Not that so, long. But yeah. it's been a great ride. It feels like it, but it's been a great, great ride. I've, I've learned so much. She's so smart and so uh, in tune to her her clients. And that's that's the only way I knew to manage was how I managed my kid. And, yes. I, and like I said, he has his own manager. And not to knock any managers, because every man, I, I think you do, his manager is great. Yeah. But she manages a lot of people. Mm. So technically, I managed. She, you know, she she was like, right. "Oh, you're a good parent." I managed, and she got the contacts and, and moved them forward. So, so you learned um, a lot. So you're, yeah, exactly. And so, um, and with that being said, uh, she took me in, and, and I guess it's been going great ever since then. So, did you bring in new people, new clients um, yourself, or did you come from your roster? And what is a day in the life look like for the Jackson Entertainment Management Company? What does it look like? 
It's never the same. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I just came from a photo shoot in Encino, um, and then we caught up on emails, but I still have probably 40 to do after this. Right. We were just meeting down the street, and then we came up here. Um, And then, gosh, I, I can't even tell you what I've what I have to do the rest of the day. But, but a day in the life, so you'll have the breakdowns. You have how many people on your in your... Well, we have two, two and a half people in the office. Okay. And so when we do stuff like this, it's covered. Everything's covered. Okay, great. Um, but, um, you know, there's still a lot of stuff that we want to do ourselves. And we go on, even if we have people helping us submit, we'll go so, on. But people listening. So submissions yeah. come in, roles come in, but while you're also helping your clients have pictures and have their reel done and have all that stuff done but while you're also because you're a company that submits and pitches and works with the agents as well so it seems like there'll be a lot of wheels turning a lot of things going on all at once at the at the same time you have to be able to multitask Mm -hmm. um so uh, you know one minute i'm submitting I'm, i'm also submitting my clients to auditions at the same time i schedule time to meet with this client to to, let's go over and let me see your audition Mm -hmm. um also let me fix this resume for this client to show you this is the correct way to have this resume and then let me meet new clients and have Cheryl come and meet uh, because we meet our clients together let's meet new clients and see if this is someone we want to bring to the Jackson Entertainment family which leads me to say what is it about an actor that intrigues you to meet them well um, we get a lot of referrals, and um, he, he always jokes because, like, probably 95% of them are She like, says no. no. no, 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 no. <laughs> and, I mean, I just think because I've been, you know, after I was an agent for two years, I opened my own company, and that was almost four years ago mm. this um, February, March. Okay. So... Um, so in all that, you know, and I think especially being an agent for a couple of years because the volume of actors was so much larger, I, I really feel like I kind of developed a, like maybe an instinct on, okay, this is a type that... But do you just look at a picture and go, no, no? Do you look at the resume? Do you just see a face? First I look at, they send an email. First I look at the picture and my first thinking is like, does this look like a marketable look? Mm. And that's, that's kind of an instinct. And also... Mm-hmm. Does the person look friendly? Do they look approachable, easy mm. to work with? All yeah. of that from a photo. But yeah. that's why headshots are so important. They that's, are so important. The essence has to come through. Yeah, I mean, even if it's a edgy photo and it's not supposed to be likable, you can still tell. Mm-hmm. I don't yeah. know how to. I don't know how to describe yeah. that. Yes. I, I think um, one of the main things is is the positive energy. Are you positive? Is the energy you give the aura you give it off? Is it a good positive? I'm so aura? happy. You know, my book is coming out. It's called The Positive Path for Actors. I, you know, I'm I heard all you about say that. that. I was and like, wow. Yeah. Because this business, it's so important to have, you know, malleable, workable, friendly people. And not to say you can be super friendly and be super great in your work, you know. Mm-hmm. So it's so great and refreshing mm-hmm. to hear that because you don't want difficult, you don't right. want to feel it. By any means, but continue, yeah. sorry. And, and also, I think one of the most important things for me is how much time, energy, and, and maybe finances are you investing in yourself? Mm. Because I'm not going to invest in you if you don't believe in investing in yourself. Right. But how so, do you know that by a picture? You don't know that. Well, I'll look that at... That comes later. Okay, fine. So after we look at the picture, right. if it's... If it you know, resonates. It, yes. Mm-hmm. Then we'll review the material. So we'll look at any attachments. We'll go watch the reel. And what is the material that they should have attached to that email? They should have a resume. It should be formatted 
well, which not every, you know, I know people have differences, like this manager may want it this way, this manager may have it that way, but, but we need to see. And, have, and when you say format, so yeah. speak to the people that don't know. So what is it? Name, project director, name, director, film first, television first, yeah, I mean, theater first. What would it usually be? Usually unless if they have like significant television, like series red or guest art, I probably would move that up to top, but then TV and film at the top. Okay. Um, Commercial should not be listed, just available upon request. Um, training, there needs to be training, and it, I want to see people I recognize on there, people I know, like mm-hmm. or that I've heard a lot that I know that they send out great actors into the you know out right. Of the world, right? Um, and um, you know skills, like if they have, like let's say we're just looking at a kid that doesn't have much yet, but they you know they can skateboard or they mm-hmm. do you know basketball or whatever, right? Um, then that shows me that they're active and they have something that we could market them with if, if a role is looking for that. Mm-hmm. So um, there's those things. There's also... What like, do you think? Let me just interject. What about when it says guest star, co-star in that, in that middle section? Do you think that should be listed? Or should just be role in the director? I think what? it should be the project. Then under like the role, it should be guest star, co-star. You do think that should be there? lead. Okay, fine. Um, I don't care if the name is... Tom, I'd rather know if that's a co-star or a guest star. And then, but you know, other people may like it a different way, but someone might like it to say guest star in parentheses, Tom Green or whatever. Mm -hmm. And then I I like to see the network or the director or like if it's Paramount or Sony or whatever, you know, if it's something. So clean and structured. Yeah. Yeah. Clean. And then what else? What about the reel? Is the reel clips? Is it a three minute reel? Is it a one minute reel? You know, I just want to see that they're a good actor. And Mm. if they, if it's some unprofessional looking thing I'm not going to be impressed but if it's if it's just a scene from class but they're phenomenal yeah I'll be like they're really good but like it 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 then it's going to depend on their their category and mm, to see if it's a conflict in because, your office well that but also if they're if they're in a category that's oversaturated in the market mm. then and they don't have a real they could be great but it's going to be super tough for us to get them you know, help get them opportunities because, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, you know, a lot of things think a lot of, a lot of times the first thing people want when they come to a manager is for us to help secure them an agency. Mm-hmm. But we need to know that we can do that. And, and do you feel like part of the cause of picking positive and friendly people is the dedication, the commitment they have to you as well? Do you take that into consideration in a meeting? Do you get that feeling? Because there has to be, um, that feeling that the actors aren't going to like have you get your agent and leave. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. Um, definitely. I definitely, um, I try to pride myself on reading people, but I definitely yeah. want to get a sense of, you know, are you family oriented or are you uh, a loner? Or do you consider, you know, are you looking to say, when I, when I talk to a person, I ask certain questions. If it's about me, 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 or you didn't tell me anything about yourself as far as your family and things of that nature, mm. and I kind of question that because then that makes me question your loyalty. Or if you tell loyalty me, is key, I really key. do believe. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, of course, if a team is not working, then move on. Why? Right. Oh, why absolutely. stress each other out? Well, I what I want them to do is if they're not happy, I want them to come talk to us. Yes, mm-hmm. communication. And communication is the most important thing. But we can usually read a person in that first meeting to see if they're can be good at communicating with us and if they're closed off and not telling us things and do you guys want in that meeting do you want to get the essence of that person their story like their true essence Mm -hmm. of who they are absolutely absolutely 
I uh, I always She's laughing. I always ask, uh, you know, what is your story or who? What is? It's telling out the story. What role would you say this is me? Like, if you got that role, like, oh, this is an easy book because this is exactly who I am. And I want to know that story, not only to know who you are as a person, but is that a story you're thinking about writing? Is that a story that the world needs to know? Yeah. And so, uh, and, and that's, you know, I want to be involved that deep with my, with, with my Yeah, but clients. I think the most successful actors really do tell their story. They're not right. afraid of what makes them who they are. Mm-hmm. And I think that resonation would probably come back out in their picture, which mm-hmm. is going to grab your attention because it's soulful. Right, absolutely. Yeah, when there's a vulnerability there, yeah. you know, you, they feel more honest. Also, if someone comes in and um, at all starts saying, oh, I had this other manager, they couldn't get me out, or they... Bad-mouthing. Oh, I cannot mm. The negativity, but the negativity negative. rolls down the line, and that's why I do believe in that positive, and you guys represent that, because mm-hmm. if the trickle-down effect is toxic, yeah. and so you stop it right there. Right. Yeah, usually that meeting is done, you know, I'm just like, well, I'm sorry if they couldn't get you out. I probably can't either, so, <laughs> you know, maybe we shouldn't, maybe this isn't a good fit. Well, because the negative feeds the negative, and then it doesn't right. inspire you. So what can actors do out there that would be inspirational, besides, so they'd have great pictures, they'll have a good reel, and they'll take a good meeting in a positive light, but mm-hmm. what, some advice that you could give um, to them to get everything ready, to to stay on that path of success. What, what's some Continue advice you could give them? Continue training. Continue That's the number training. one thing. Number Continue one. Continue training. Great. Um, the next thing for me, and, and this is what, it goes back to uh, invest in yourself. Not necessarily money, but I remember, um, and I use my kid as an example because I don't care what he thinks. Uh, <laughs> You're he was, we're all parents. Yeah, here. we're all parents. And so, so proud. He was in between shooting and he was on a little hiatus, and he couldn't go to school. So I'm like, you're not going to just sit here mm-hmm. and relax. Go learn the guitar. Yeah, You could teach yourself to play the guitar, and then there's a skill on your resume that now you play the guitar. Or go play basketball or something to invest in yourself, to put in your resume, to make yourself that much better and that much uh, appealing. But is it important for your resume or just for your life lesson? Well, life lesson life. also. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. The resume it fills up by itself by right. fulfilling you know, what your interests are. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. But I just wanted to make sure he was doing something that improved on your craft. In order to be successful, in my opinion, A, you have to have positivity, but B, you have to do something every day towards that goal. You have to. You have to work it like an athlete. Work it like an athlete, and that's my mindset is hip hop, and my mindset is af- athletics. So that's how I come into the. the but it's really business. important, and it's true. It's really a great thing because if you work your craft like an athlete, competitive, which is a positive thing, mm-hmm. determined, which is a you know rises you up in the level, you know makes the cream rises to the top. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think if you and then the teamwork. Because in teamwork, there is teamwork, and you can't, right. you can't, an actor can't perform without the writer, mm-hmm. an actor can't have, you know, a, a appointments and success without their agents and managers. So it's all teamwork. So I believe in that philosophy. That's and funny. I also feel like actors um, who are super grateful, and it doesn't mean mm-hmm. you have to go overboard. You know, everyone doesn't need lavish gifts or. I mean, I don't want my clients to... It makes me feel badly when they can't afford headshots and they bring me a Christmas gift. And, <laughs> you know, it's, sometimes it's like pound cake that I don't even A birthday need, card you know. in the mail. Getting mail, yeah. letters in the mail these days, isn't it just the most wonderful thing? Right. I'm, I'm, you guys can't see this, but getting letters in the mail yeah. is not expensive. 
Yeah. But a heartfelt letter. Or, you know, um, I remember um, I used to represent an actor um, who booked his first recurring guest star when I was an agent. And he brought me a little thank you gift. And he was Japanese. And it was like a little uh, sachet. And oh, it meant so love sweet. in his culture. Ugh. And I still carry it around in my bag wherever oh. I go. And it's brought me a lot of luck. But, oh. but it's a, a memorable thing. And he sent those to casting directors as well in a in an envelope, you know, so in the mail. sweet. It's just little just, things. Yeah. So it doesn't, it just needs to be something thoughtful. Um, but you know, I don't think for every little thing, you don't need to send a thank you for every little audition, No. but for, you know, something that impacts your life and that you're very grateful for them. They keep calling you in until you book a role and it's a nice life changing role like that. It's great. So as clients that you have, and the audience that's listening, what are three things that you appreciate how they are towards you in your management of them? Well, um, you know, the one of the things that's, that and I want to say is different for Jackson is that we're, we're a family. Okay. And truly, we treat it like a family. So when one client books something, the other clients are, are, are genuinely happy. It's yeah. like their brother or their sister booked a role community. and they're excited. Yeah. So it's, it's really a community. Um, they work with so each other. So you appreciate their appreciation for everybody. Exactly. Yeah. That's so like their the successes and jealousy of others, it's... it's Right. A question like, wait, why did she get that? Why yeah. did I get that? Yeah, okay. we have socials on a regular basis to bring people together. Oh, incredible. So that they can meet each other because they're mm-hmm. all going to be coming up in the business together and th- there will be So the gratefulness, yeah. what else? Mm-hmm. Um, There's one actor who, after every audition... He sends me a video. He's walking out of the audition, you know, through the studio <laughs> lot or whatever. That's so cute. And he's just like, hey, it went amazing, blah, blah, blah. And then, um, and I listen to that and he's like, thank you so much. And it's just really nice to get that video, you know? It's That's just, so special that it creates uh, an energy. Yeah. Absolutely. That. And what mm-hmm. else? I guess uh, communication. Mm. Uh, I love the community. I'm a com- big communication guy. So call me afterwards and, and, We'll talk, and it doesn't. To me, it doesn't matter what time. And and you know, I'm sure once the roster grows, she's like, you can be all night talking yes, to people. You don't want that. You don't want yes, that. Yes. But I'm so. But let me ask you something. But what if they call you and they start complaining, complaining that it didn't go well? Do you really want to hear that? I do. You do. I do. Because you do. there there are things. That, I mean, there's things in life. I sure that you do that, that they don't go well. Yes. But did you learn from it? Let's see what we learn. Let's see what, next time we know what to do now. So, you so, wanna, so you're the manager that. that will hear it. I and think then, our actors are calling complaining that much, really. Exactly. Yeah. I'm just saying yeah. on a, for people that are getting new management, because all actors have those days where it goes, you know, and you want to you wanna vent about it. So mm-hmm. in my classes, I always tell, don't tell your manager or agents. Tell your friend. Tell your loved one. Mm-hmm. And then discuss, but don't complain. I'm, I'm not saying that they do, and maybe they mm-hmm. do, maybe they don't, but how would you handle it, and do you like it? And, mm-hmm. and what's your advice about that? Should they call a friend, or should they call you? It depends on what they're complaining about. Yeah. If, if you're calling me and you're complaining that you didn't like the scene that the, the director gave you, <laughs> And you talk to a friend. Don't <laughs> talk to me about that. Okay, uh, but if you're telling me that you felt you did something that was bad, that you did something that you could improve on, and, and now you're worried about you, then call me and let's talk about that. Call you, talk about it, and have a solution. Absolutely. I had a client call me one time after his NCIS guest star audition to tell me um, it was awful, and he just totally messed up. He wanted me to call over there and apologize. And I said, absolutely not. What if they liked it? Just, we're going to move on. Learn from it. And then he got a call back. 
Oh my gosh. Yeah, you never know. You just never know what's going on. Okay, so gratefulness, sending little videos of little, it's appreciation. Well, that's just part of the communication. Yeah, it is. And that's the style that client likes to do because he knows I'm probably in the middle of something else. I may not grab his call, so he sends me the video, and then I either call him back or text him back whenever. So you're hands on. Yeah, it depends on the client. You know, some clients call, some clients email. Mm -hmm. For me, I think it's going to be different for every manager. Mm-hmm. And as far as like weekends and stuff, I usually try to ignore as much work as I can on Sundays. Yeah. But usually for like at least half a day on Saturday, I'm out going to events or talking to people, whatever. But um, but depends. Like sometimes events happen on you know Sundays, and I do that. You know, it's not a structured thing, but I try. I hope that like most clients are respecting the weekends that like to let your reps have well agents aren't really going to be responding what's the difference what is the difference between an agent and a manager well the agent's primary job is to procure employment Mm -hmm. so they're submitting they're pitching they're negotiating the deals they're keeping up with if it's a commercial or whatever keeping up with conflicts and the renegotiations and you know that that all that and um some agents are very hands-on too and and like to be involved with other things i have a client uh, um an agent's coming into town tomorrow for clients premiere and um, set up the like uh, you know hair and makeup and mm. they're doing it at her hotel and everything. Which is, but usually that's the manager. Usually a manager. So, but agents procure the work and a yeah. manager is and I'm just manager, getting the clarity. Manager is really that a manager like it's more of a um, the day to day communication and oversight and um, anything really anything else that the agent's not doing every everything else that has to be done i mean i've um i don't do this you know try not to have to do this on a, a regular basis but i've paid clients rent because i you know oh they oh. paid me back but, oh, okay. but like That's through nice. the check or whatever but but i mean we i've paid several after sag due so they could work i mean i don't know if a lot of the agents even know that this I mean, they probably know but like a lot of stuff is happening behind the scenes that they may not know um, but we're we do whatever we have to do for our clients to be successful. And then ha- <laughs> yeah, what and babysit. Oh, yeah. But what about yeah. and what about the communication with the agent? So do the agent send out the to you what the um, appointments are going to be, and then you send it out? How does that work? I'm just ask. I know these answers. One, I'm asking you yeah, for the people listening. There's one agent that sends it to me. No, two agents that send it to me, and then I I confirm and let them know. But the majority of the agents will just send it out and copy us, or if it's through one of the systems for the commercials, it only, it's only designed where it can go to one person. So mm-hmm. the client, depending on what they prefer for us, like um, some clients are not on their phones and computers and it's just not their strength. So the, it'll come to us and then we'll track them down, which we kind of don't like to have to do that, but sometimes it's necessary. And when you, when you um, communicate an audition out to an actor, do you expect them to return it right away? What's the, does it make you crazy when they don't mm. talk oh, to you for an so hour? Crazy. So crazy. And for me, because it's like I tell everyone to be courteously aggressive and you want it, you're going to have to have it. And you should be, you know, getting those alerts and responding right away and having the courtesy to respond right away. Because to me, if you don't, it makes me feel like you don't want it. And guess what? Somebody else does. And they're going to go get it. Exactly. Uh, and, and that's funny you said that because that's how, um, you know, I train my son is, is, is in like a football player. Correct. What are you doing? That this person's not doing. When you're not doing anything, what is this person doing to be better than you? So absolutely, respond. Is so you send out an email or a phone mm-hmm. call or a text. How quickly? Within 20 minutes, don't you agree? 
I mean, I would like an immediate response. Immediate yeah. possible. You know, I mean, there's ways to set up like a VIP alert on most phones and where you get a, a pop up or you know, so important. They're checking their Instagram. So, you know, <laughs> so actually, check your. Actually, if I can't find someone, that's usually where I send a DM and then they're like on it right away. But, but um, so crazy. But I mean, I'd say for the most part. I think, and what do you tolerate? You know, how many times if they don't respond, do you just go we okay? Just have, I'm we just communicate and then ask them to get better I mean I don't think we've you don't really have that problem I've never like dropped a person because they didn't respond I just talked to them and then they get better at it yeah you seem like a calm personality that you don't get too you know agitated I get so emotional <laughs> get back to them right now what's your problem because yeah. I believe in it so much I'm an acting mm-hmm. coach but I mm-hmm. be- you know when people book things through my studio and all the series that people are booking I'm like jumping up and down right. I'm super excited I don't hold back I'm screaming! Yeah! I get really, really excited about it because I'm invested in it. And, uh, yeah, I believe in it. Okay, so the three things. So we sidetracked, but really to have your package, your picture, your resume, clips or reel or something, how do you feel about um, when people pay and go to those places to make it look like it's a movie? Do you think that investment is necessary? No. Or can you just find a little clip that you've done in class or you have a coach put on tape for you that's clear, sound, lighting, and emotions? My feeling on the, the you know, paid-for reels is that, I mean, really, it, a reel should be a representation of work you've done. Mm-hmm. And if you haven't done work, you don't have a reel. And I know that's a catch-22. And there have been a couple of instances where a client did go get something like that made or, or did something with some people that they know that are, have high level equipment yes. and whatnot, or, you know, advanced. And it, it turned out well enough that we could use that just to help them get that first job and then take it off as soon, you know, and then. Okay. So you're, you do believe in it. So it's, is I don't, I'm saying only a few cases. So for it's the most ju- part, it's they're just not good enough. But what about just a regular clip from a class? Isn't that a clip from a class would show us if it shows you, and then it's not trying so hard. Yeah, it's. Right. I don't know if it's something I would necessarily pitch with unless it's out outstanding. Mm. But um, it helps you to see. It helps us to see right. their level. But then, how does someone have a reel if there's no professional work done? They have to get professional work. I mean, a lot of people come to us after they've. Yeah. You know, they submit themselves, they do films, they do indies, they do... Indies. Um, yeah, yeah. They, to, they go online and then go to backstage. You know, okay, so you have your... To friends. So you have your package ready. So you have those clips ready. So you have the picture, the resume, the reel. Um, and then there's got to be something in that picture that brings out a vulnerability, a, something that sparks in that picture that's going to have you bring, bring them in. So when they come in, you want them to be kind and positive and courteous and yeah, conversational. Because we don't mm-hmm. bring someone in if we're not interested in signing them. We're super picky about who we do bring in. Yeah. But if you get a meeting with us, chances are we really like you. And then can mm-hmm. people reach out to you? Um, how do you feel about that? Or should it be a recommendation through an agent? We prefer recommendations. Okay. But if someone has, you know, credits, some credits and a reel and, a, you know, great headshots, then we're open to submissions through email. What's the, can we say the email? It's Cheryl at jacksonentertainment.net. Cheryl at jacksonentertainment.net. Mm-hmm. Got a it. With a C. With a C. Cheryl with a C. Yes. What, what else with a C? Cheryl Sometimes with an it's S? S. Oh, is it? Okay. Yeah. Cheryl. Like Cheryl. Cheryl. Yeah. Okay, so give me one other thing before we close out about what you would, would give to inspire actors to pursue their dreams. 
Give me something. Um, I would say believe in yourself. Don't stop. No matter what they say. Even if I turn you down. <laughs> don't stop. Keep going. Keep believing in yourself. And, and I, I, I truly believe that uh, if it's meant to be, you will accomplish that goal. Sure. I agree. Except I also, <laughs> I also don't think that this is the career for someone who's not 100% sure that this is what they want to do and they, they can't not do this. You know, if, if there's I something agree. else they really want to do, they should go do that. Because but. this is a career that you can be the best at what you do and not work in that career. So you have to believe in yourself so much and believe in the artistry. And I always tell people that there's a purpose and, your, and a passion, and your passion is the artistry. But if you have a higher purpose in life to f- channel it and to use it, then everything opens up to such a more umph degree. And you cannot base yourself on whether you're working as an actor or not. And, and working doesn't have to be a job you get through a casting director or mm-hmm. an agent. It can be work you're creating. You right. can go out, you can create your own content, you can make connections. So much opportunity. And, and, and I just one thing. Love um, acting. Love the art of it. If you're doing mm. it for fame, which I've met people that just want the fame. Mm. They just want their Instagram to go up to oh. over 100,000. This is not the business for you. No. Um, and so I wanted to leave with that. Make sure that's said. So thank you so much for coming in. I hope you enjoyed hanging out with Cheryl and John. And uh, you guys, stay courteously aggressive and go for your dreams. Thanks for tuning in.